another segment and this segment is one of my favorite topics that I love to talk about because God has blessed me with an amazing husband. I, we are here today to talk to you about marriages and right. I am here with Shelly, Jamie, and I am Denise. The word of God says that God honors marriages and um, one thing that I want to talk to you about, one scripture that just just embraces my heart is that he that findeth a wife mm-hmm. findeth a good thing. Amen. Ladies, you are your husband's good, good thing. thing. <laughs> he that findeth a wife um, findeth a good thing and obtaineth favor yes. from the Lord because of you. Your husband, your marriage will have favor. So with that being said, I want to talk with the wives out there. We're going to talk with the wives today. And um, when you go into a marriage, you have to make sure you are that good thing. You have to make sure that you are already whole and happy within yourselves and, and that you are confident in who God created you to be. That way, your marriage will be able to blossom and you'll be able to thrive together um, as a couple. Amen. Correct. Amen. Well, there's so much to talk about with this topic. So there's so many things to um, to discuss. And um, and these exciting things that we can't discuss. Oh, I'm it is you. It's so like, many different. Exciting I don't know how, many, how long you guys been married, but I've I, been married um, fifteen years, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be twenty next year. In wow, Chevy. I'm gonna be seventeen, I think. Wow. <laughs> so we have some longevity here. <laughs> I mean, we, we've got some experience to bring on, and, and it hasn't been. Rainbows and butterflies all the time. There has been different seasons. Yes. In our marriages. It's been the good, the bad, the ugly. But you know, challenges. Yeah. But one thing you have to do is you have to honor those vows for better or for worse. And yes, there are times that you feel like you want to choke your husband and just send him down in the seat. Deep, 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 deep. You want to just let him go. I mean, the name of Jesus. No. I'm going to send you deep, deep, deep in the seat and don't come back. It happens. We, I mean, we're talking about being real because yeah. we don't like fake yeah. I mean we don't like how you right. say we, say we, don't like <laughs> <laughs> we don't like fake we're, we're going to be honest yes. we're going to be open transparent yes. and we're going to talk about maybe some of the mm-hmm. things that we have mm-hmm. gone through that we're not so pretty but there's also yes. beauty in it, in it. it if, if you it's sick so beautiful. That. It's so beautiful and one thing that I'm learning as a wife um we go into a marriage with so many different expectations. Mm-hmm. Everybody's marriage is different. So you cannot mirror your marriage mm-hmm. like somebody else's. And when I first went into my marriage, I mirrored 
um, my parents married because they have been married for um, now to be 53 years that they have been married. Wow. So I was going in expecting the that. same, um, the love, the same attention and everything that was, that I seen from my parents' marriage, but it was totally different because my husband, on the other hand, he did not grow up where yeah, his mother right. and father were married. He grew up in a single family home. Right. And so he did not ha know how to give me what I was expecting. Right. So I went in with expectations and I had to learn that. Huh. I had to learn, oh my goodness, and we had to talk about it. And I think expectations is one of the big problems that we have in relationships with our yes. husband or wives or just anybody, but we're talking about marriages. Mm -hmm. And when you expect and that doesn't happen, mm -hmm. oh, it's like your whole world just crumbles mm -hmm. down and why you didn't do it? It's not that, it's not their fault. It's your fault because you're expecting something that is not in their mind. Right. right. How, how they know you wanted that. And right. sometimes it's like you're thinking it, you mm -hmm. build it and mm -hmm. you dream with it mm -hmm. and you expect that the other person just automatically knows and reads minds and they can see everything that is going through your head. Right. But it's, it's not that way. It's about communicating. Correct. You just said that, the key That word. is the key in the marriage and it takes time to build that relationship on communication because like you said Denise you you have a mirror of what you think it should be because yeah. that's what you were mm -hmm. built in mm -hmm. so that that's what you see and there's certain things that I think I do the same thing with like I expect my husband to check the car and do whatever has to be done with the car because my dad always took care of my car mm -hmm. I don't have to ask him Mm -hmm. But I have to sit there with my husband and I have to, and I knew things to do that he maybe not know what to do um, on occasion and stuff. And now he knows so much more, but it took time and communication for me to tell him that, and be honest and say, mm -hmm. I, you know, my dad used to take care of the car for me all the time. I just expected instead of reacting in a way and saying, well, how come you didn't do whatever, you mm -hmm. know, and, and come back in a, in a combative way, come to them with attitude and you should know that you have to do this mm -hmm. or whatever. How are they going to know if, mm -hmm. unless you talk about it? And I think that's, communicate it. that's and one of the problems we yeah. have that you should, you should, you should know. Right. And my husband, same thing, single parent home. So there's a lot of things that he didn't get. Mm -hmm. There was no father figure in right. the family to, for him to know how to be. A man and do these things or whatever because mom took care of everything mm -hmm. you know so that's a huge thing in families today that we have to understand as wives coming into a relationship there's things that we need to work on together we have to know things about ourselves and open up and communicate them but we have to have grace with our husbands mm -hmm. because there's so many things so many gaps that weren't filled whether it's spiritual, you know, so many different things. Yeah. There's a myriad of things that, mm -hmm. that are there that um that need to, to still be worked on. And it takes time, takes patience, but we're not perfect either. Right. Hmm. You know, we, we have things that we need to work on. And I remember we had a, a mutual friend that was older than us um, in my marriage that we would both go to him <laughs> and complain about each other. <laughs> <laughs> And there was times where he would, you know, I would be like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. You know, he, he can do whatever he wants to do and stuff and I'm leaving. And, and this spiritual advisor would be like, 
no, Shelly, you're not doing that. You have to go back home to your husband, you know, and he would, he would, you know, lean us in the right direction. But he said, he said something to me one day and it was like so profound to me because you keep thinking of the other person. He's the issue. That's the problem. They need to fix. They need to fix. They need to fix. <laughs> and this person said, well, how about you just start taking care of what you need to fix exactly. in yourself? Mm-hmm. What you need to do to work on Shelly. Mm-hmm. And yes, I was like, good. well, you know, I had to come to grips with that. You know, it took me a moment. <laughs> I was we like, always what? think they are the problem. <laughs> Not <laughs> us. We are the victims. Yeah, we right. haven't done anything. Right. Right. So, and, and, and it is good for us to take that position or of start being the victim mm-hmm. and take ownership mm-hmm. of what we do. Like right. when there's right. a shift in our minds about mm-hmm. that, we can see so many changes in us. Right. And I think like you're saying, Shelly, for me, that was a mind, you know, game changer mm-hmm. yes. in my, in my marriage too, because it was the same thing for years. I was, I was a victim and the same thing as your husband's, there was no father figure in my husband's life. You know, he, he pretty much, he had that perfect family at the beginning, but all of a sudden his life changed. And the father wasn't there anymore. He decided not to be there for them. Mm-hmm. So this was something hard. It was it, it was hard for him. And he had to see his mom doing everything. And so he didn't have a father to teach him how to treat, you know, the wife. All he mm-hmm. saw was how not to treat your wife, right. the way not to do it. He was seen the wrong way. Right. So when they come into a marriage, they come scared. They don't even know how to face a marriage. Right. Right. And and we're over here, you know, thinking rainbows and butterflies. Right. You're gonna treat me like a queen, like a princess, like a queen. And they don't even know how to right. do it. And then we come with the judgments. You did this, you did that, and, and judge and judge, and we're the victims. Right. But and they have so much pressure on yeah, them. They have a lot of as pressure. a man, as a leader of the home, and and that title that God gave them mm-hmm. in the scriptures to become and sometimes they don't even know how to be that right. you know so by us having some grace and praying and being their actual partner mm-hmm. standing mm-hmm. by their side and really helping them through that process instead of attacking and right. you know blaming mm-hmm. and all this stuff which believe me I had my fair share <laughs> and maybe us we also neither were raised in a house that know how to be a wife mm-hmm. so you ladies out there might be okay mm-hmm. you're putting it all him him how about us if right. we don't know how to do it right, right. so what do you have you, to say about that you know what what I have to say about that is, is when I learned uh, I'm gonna share with you all uh, a little quick story um, George and I, we were going through like a rocky period um, in our marriage, and I found fault in him with everything that he did, and I blamed him because the marriage wasn't the way it should have been. But then um, I had to give it to God. Mm-hmm. I had to give it to God, and when I gave it to God, giving it to God meant that I would no longer bring up the things that He was doing. I would no longer make mm-hmm. conversation about you did this about wrong and you didn't do that and you should have did that in the past. I no mm-hmm. longer brought up the past. But what I began to do, I began to read my Word and I began to work on me. Mm-hmm. And um, even one time, I, I will never forget it. The Holy Spirit just led me to. <laughs> I think I went a little overboard with it, but the Holy Spirit led me one day to get a bottle of anointing oil. And I went in and I, I should have just, you know, put a little bit on on George. But what I did, I dumped a whole bottle. Oh, my God. <laughs> it 
was so oh funny. I dumped the whole bottle oh of anointing God. oil on his head and it just came down. And he was sleeping when I did it. And he woke up. He said, I thought I was just swimming. He said, I was swimming in the anointing oil. He said, I ain't no work or whatever. But that was, that's what got God uh, uh, shifted me to do that. But then once I started taking my eyes off of him and I off of the problem and the circumstances, the circumstance, I began to focus on God. And when I began to focus on God, God began to work that thing out that was bothering me within George. And, and that's the key. Um, learning to trust God in the situation. And one thing we have to realize is that our makeup is different. Our love language is different. Mm-hmm. Yes. My love, during that season, I wanted George just to love on me because I was so glad that I just got married. I waited to, you know, I didn't get married until I was 30 some years old, not by my choice, but by God's choice. And when I went in, I just was looking for love, the affection. That's not George's love language. George's love language was um, to um, be a provider. Mm-hmm. Actions. Actions. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, acts of service. Mm-hmm. And so um, we didn't, I didn't know that. It wasn't until five years into the marriage that right. we, that was communicated. And I was like, oh, right. you know, so you really have to sit down and learn your spouse. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, because what works for you does not work for them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you, as you were saying that, a thought came to my mind about a situation that happened. I want to say it was early in our marriage also. I don't think we had children at the time. And the Lord woke me up out of my sleep and spoke to me and told me to get up and go talk to Chris, which is my husband. <laughs> and I went to go talk to him. Um, and it was something he was battling with that he wanted to talk to me about but was too afraid and the Lord had to do it that way so that I would be sensitive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and he's been wanting me to do that for so he will he Chris told me afterwards that he I was wanting to tell you for so long just didn't know how to bring it up you know being afraid of being judged or thought down upon or whatever mm-hmm. and God had to do that because he wants you to be in unity. He doesn't mm-hmm. want there to be a rift. He doesn't want there to be situations that will tear you apart. But sometimes you just need that help. And it should be a safe place that you can open up about whatever it is. Any struggle, any any issue or whatever it is. And be able to discuss that thing. And I'm, I'm thankful that God did that because it helped me to get to a new place in my marriage with him. And that's happened several times. And even in the past few years, um, we've gotten to some deeper things that we needed to discuss. But just as a wife, trying to be that sensitive voice and that sensitive uh, ear to listen to, to our husbands, I didn't grow up like that. My mom was the dominant one in the house. Um, and she talks down a lot. Um she still does it so it's kind of hard but um it's something that I have to work hard not to do mm-hmm. there's certain things that we learn in our environment that not you know everybody tries to do the best that they can but certain things you know it's not a good thing so you have to fight that because it's not God doesn't want us to berate our husbands or make them feel bad or down or whatever so we have to do whatever we can to be positive, to encourage them, to be their helpmeet, and build them up. 
That's what we're there for, Mm -hmm. not pulling them down and pushing them down or whatever. They already have the weight of the world on their shoulders. They already have so much pressure to provide and do the things that they need to do according to what God's word has, has told them to do. And then if they're coming home to us, beating them down and telling them negative things or and being what manipu- they have man- how you say manipulated manipulated yeah mm-hmm. because sometimes we think that manipulation is that like weapon that we got under our sleeve like to make them do what we want mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and and I think that's a problem because mm-hmm. and I remember and I'm going to tell the story pretty quick it was it was like the first year of marriage and same thing I, I grew up in a in a in a place that um even though the relationship between my mom and my father wasn't the best, I was treated with love. Like my mom treated me with love, my dad too. And I, I kind of like wanted that. Like I, I thought and I expected that to be from my husband. My husband has a different personality, same thing. Like he shows love in a different way. Now with the years, he has learned how to show it, you know, the way I like it. But mm-hmm. it's like we had learned how to combine or or you know do what the other person likes and and make them feel good but yeah but to make it quick I used to be manipulated with the way I used to do things and if he didn't do what I wanted I will get mad and upset and I will like even bump my head against the wall like you're doing this to me and one night we got into a very bad argument and and we were going, getting ready to go to sleep. It was winter time. It was very cold. The clothes that I was wearing were not the best clothes to be outside in the cold on a winter day in New York. And, and we had an argument. And I guess he got so fed up. He just couldn't take it anymore. He just took off and he left the apartment. Well, guess what? Hear me, smart Jamie, trying to make him hear me because sometimes we get to the point, you have to listen to me and you get in the way and you don't walk anywhere until... You hear what I have to say. I follow him. And guess what? The door behind me closed. Uh-oh. I have no key to go back. So <laughs> I was left out in the street with no clothes that were good clothes to be out there, <laughs> with no shoes. And it was, I think, 20 degrees or something. Uh, oh, my And goodness. I had no way to go, nowhere to go. But I start thinking, like, always I thought he was rude and he was bad and he did this to me. But now I start thinking, I was crazy. The things that I did to manipulate. And I thought that by him seeing me, that way he was going to come back and make, let me in. No, he didn't. He just kept on going and he left. Right. He had a jacket. <laughs> he was dressed up. I wasn't. But I was <clears throat> acting crazy. Right. But that's the thing now with the years after I start saying it wasn't him. It was me. I was crazy, period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why going back to what you said, Shelly, start focusing on the mistakes they have. But I think it's time for us to focus on ourselves, to mm-hmm. let God work in us mm-hmm. and show us what we need to fix. And when you do that, mm-hmm. when you have the liberty to say, God, work on me. God is going to work on them in, in their time. Yes. He's going to do it by focus on you. Yes. I think with that too, we, we sometimes with the manipulation or uh-huh. whatever, we start to take the lead mm-hmm. in our homes. Yes. And exactly. that is not what God wants. Yeah. We're not in the right order when we do that. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's something exactly. that we really need to, you know, really be aware of mm-hmm. and mindful of. And make sure that we're getting back on track. And that's something I learned in my home 
my mom wore the pants a lot. We went to mom to ask her for anything that we wanted or did or whatever. And so it was automatic Mm because what you are around, what you grow up around is what you become, Mm -hmm. you know? So I had to make an intentional change and transition. And it's been a continual um, time of growth Mm -hmm. over the years, 17 years, and I'm still growing and changing. I've come a long way, but there's still things sometimes that, you know, I got to work on it. (laughs) You know, I just want to reiterate what you just said. Um, uh, alignment, mm-hmm. alignment in marriages. We really have to follow the order that God has um, ordained and orchestrated for marriages. It's God, your husband, and then the wife. Uh, I had a problem with because I was a single mother for so many years. I had a problem with letting George lead. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember being independent. Uh, uh, yeah, being because I was so independent up mm-hmm. until thirty-five years old, and I remember. Uh, um, I was at a marriage retreat and we had a little scenario and I'll be real quick. We had a little scenario where the wife was blindfolded and um, the husband had to lead her. There was this path and the husband had to lead her to the end. But there were so many different obstacles that arose along the way. And what I did at that moment before George and I had the opportunity to go, I watched everybody else, the other couples go. And I watched and I navigated in my mind where the different obstacles were. Because if you <laughs> stepped on the obstacle. Did <laughs> <laughs> you already yeah. had her mind? Yeah, like I already set. had my mind uh-huh. set and focused on where everything was I wasn't even thinking about George leading me I was like okay I'm getting ready to do this on my own I got this oh, wow. and when it was our turn I tell you when we started we started off together he gave mm-hmm. me the first instructions mm-hmm. and then when I got to the end I was at the end by myself I had left him mm-hmm. I had left him and I felt so bad because we want our husbands to leave but then we take it back mm-hmm. yes so we really have to be intentional by allowing God placed them as the head of the homes for the for a reason, head yes. of our marriages for a reason, Amen. and we have to trust the God in them. And yes, yes, sometimes they will make decisions that are not right for us, and we don't feel that is the right decision. But it still is a job as women, you know, as wives, yes. to back them up, back you know, them to up stay to with them, to pray for them, to mm-hmm. support them. Mm-hmm. Even though it's a mistake, it's a wrong decision. Mm-hmm. We make wrong decisions too. Right. We're not perfect. Right. That's right. right. But, but I mean, a lot of times they're still there with us, mm-hmm. you know, we're mm-hmm. still, we've been married this long is right. because they're still there by our right. side. Yeah. So, um, and it's getting, you know, close to the time that we, uh, to the, the time that we have to close, but we're going to bring more. I think this is probably something that we can come back yes. and bring more experiences yes. and bring practical tools and practical solutions to make our relationships with our husbands better, a lot better. Definitely. It could be good or it could be bad, but there's practical things that we can bring backed up by the word of the Lord. Because if it's without God, if it's without faith and prayer, um, I think this is going to be a harder journey just to continue. And especially with during this time, COVID-19, a lot of couples are at home mm-hmm. and they're having to deal with itself and they don't know, you right. know, how yeah. to make it happen yeah. and make it better. So I think with some of the experiences that we're having, um, it, it will help you as the way, the same way as it helped us. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is to be continued. So stay tuned. We're going to bring more in the next episode. But in the meantime, who we are? Girl, change your clothes. Just stay connected. Stay Bye-bye. Connected. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. See you next time.